Hey there, listener. Real quick, what is this? What is this episode? What is this? What's happening? Why is there a Grolix episode out on Friday? So what this is, is the very first live stream in our new series of <laughs> daily. Yes, every weekday I will be streaming on castbox.fm from noon till one central time. It's the Grolix lunch break. They're not all going to go up on the podcast feed. Um, I figured I'd throw this one up there. Uh, this is our first one. It's a little rough, but I was actually joined by both Melanie and Jesse. So every weekday I'll be hopping on at lunchtime, do a live stream, talk about some TV, movies, entertainment, news, all that good stuff. And if you would like, find the Grolix podcast. I'll include a link in the show notes. Find the Grolix podcast or Grolix Cinematic Universe. I believe both will get you there on castbox.fm and you can hear the live stream every day. You can call in. It's actually really easy to call in. So call in and chat me up for real. If, if Jesse and Melanie aren't there every day, I'm going to need somebody to talk to. Don't, don't let me get lonely. So without further ado, the Grolix Lunchbox. Wait, the Grolix Lunchbox. That's not it. That's pretty good though. The Grolix Lunch Break? I like the Grolix Lunchbox. Hmm. You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Start the show. It's noon! Yeah. That hey, this is Randy, and hey, I'm joined by I'm joined by of, official <laughs> official co-hosts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope so. Who's here? Melanie and Jesse. All right. Yeah, we're from GrolixPodcast.com. Uh, we are the hosts of the Grolix Podcast, and I also host uh, Grolix Cinematic Universe. And welcome to your lunch break. <laughs> This yeah. is your lunch break. Well, it's ours now too. It yeah, well. we're joining. <laughs> we're joining the listeners on their lunch break. I figure. Hey, um, eat your food, and hopefully, we'll say stuff that's so like ridiculous, you'll spit it out or or cause it to come up through your nose. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. And also, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat too, though. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> it wouldn't be a girl <laughs> podcast if Melanie wasn't eating food. I'm sorry, but my I'm it's being cooked right now, so I have to eat it. <laughs> got it you get it while it's hot this is right the most appropriate time for you to eat it's the Grolix lunch break mm-hmm. i mean this was inspired by it's all pizza which I, didn't that kind of come from me eating during the show yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's all pizza all right so here's what i had in mind for today if if we want to go elsewhere talk about other things that's not a problem um but there's uh, there's some tv talk we can do for sure because Jessica Jones season three dropped today. Oh, and that's that, right. That's going to, I, that'll segue into a whole bunch of stuff about why the companies that make my favorite superhero shows hate those shows. I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's that they hate those shows. It's just, you know, they. All the, all the good ones, man. They're they dumb. Canceled. They, um, yeah, they, uh, they're right. We'll get into it. Okay. And then also, let's see, uh, Dr. Sleep trailer. I don't know if you guys want to talk about that. Well, that's awesome. Yep. And that dropped yesterday, I believe. And then also I have a, a 
a list of a couple of the uh, movies opening in the theaters this weekend. And then, of course, anything else. And listeners, uh, if you want to join in, you're more than welcome to. I encourage you to chat us up in the little chat room here or call in. We'd be happy to have you. Hey, share this thing, too. Give yeah. it a share. Tell your friends if they're maybe there's. You, hey, that lonely guy, maybe kind of lonely, kind of nerdy guy at your work. He just sits there by himself and eats lunch. And nobody talks to him. Send us his way. We'll talk to him. Yeah. That's us. We're that guy. We're that guy. So we're going to band together. Unless he's that one guy who's like, you don't go get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And I will, I will. That reminds me. And I'm so glad you mentioned gets. That's so great. But that reminds me. Uh, I do not have this show marked as explicit. However, since it's a live show, if we slip, I believe I can change it and mark it explicit after, explicit after the fact. That doesn't do any good if you join the show expecting a clean language show right at the beginning, but we'll do our best to uh, keep the F-bombs and the gits talk out of it. Yeah, I can hear you twice. Uh, yeah, that's probably Jesse. <laughs> oh, my headphones. I'll turn your, them down. Yeah, your headphones are loud. Or, yeah, well, they probably, probably just don't, don't isolate like, like the like, sound very well. Yeah, no, I, I just I have cheap headphones. They don't even have foam on them anymore. They're so old. Well, the, wars, the leprechaun wars, the, the Jerry, the no mores. They've seen them all. You want some, want some beats by Jay? <laughs> beats by Jay. Oh, that's that. That is too rich for my blood. Oh, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, uh, sorry. I, dump, I dumpster dose some. I can't believe these people threw them away. And I mean, it is missing battery cover and like the little side things busted a little bit, but they work. So, and those are like $120 freaking headphones, man. <laughs> yeah, d- dumpster dose of Beats by Dre. Yeah, sorry. Well, you know, I, I only go to the nice neighborhood dumpsters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first off, uh, let's talk about uh, superhero TV shows. Because Jessica Jones, season three dropped today. Uh, it's the final Marvel Netflix series. Obviously, since it just dropped, I haven't watched any of season three yet. Nope. Um, but we've watched, oh, we Melanie and I still need to finish Punisher, but we've watched all the other Marvel Netflix shows. Um, this will be the final series of the, I guess you could, I mean, technically it was tied into the wider MCU, but I mean, come on, Netflix had its own little Marvel universe going on. Yeah. I don't know why this is the one they choose to to take longer than the rest because it's not well, the better. I think it just one. this was in production already; like they couldn't stop this one. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, yeah, they couldn't stop it. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, n- well, not to say they couldn't stop it, but I'm assuming you know Jessica they had Jones deals worked out. Powerful. What? Jessica Jones is just too powerful. She's you just can't stop her. Ah, uh, yeah. It's just too powerful and moody. Yeah. <laughs> Broody moody. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Jessica Jones is not my favorite of the series. Um, I don't think it's my least favorite. I think most people would agree that on which one is probably not the highest, you know, highest quality. Right. But, but I still enjoyed the first two seasons of Jessica Jones. Um, I kind of, I feel like I enjoyed the second season more, but the first season definitely had a better villain. Uh, early reviews of this season say it does have a strong villain, and that's kind of what you know 
elevates the season a little bit. Um, which, okay, I guess maybe people got probably advanced access to watch these, but it's noon and it just dropped like <laughs> what at two o'clock last night, our time mm-hmm. or three. And uh, have people really finished it already? <laughs> How? Oh, you know, they have. Someone they, that, that is all that some people have to do is just watch a bunch of crap and then uh, kick it. That's true. That's true. Um, so, I mean, this isn't this isn't anything new. We've known that the Marvel Netflix shows were pretty much done. I think before was it before Punisher even dropped? I don't know. It was around. Basically, they canceled Iron Fist, and then as soon as they canceled Luke Cage, I kind of knew everything else is going. Yeah. Especially after watching that last season of Daredevil, and how it very neatly wrapped pretty much everything up. I was like, "Yep, nope, it's done. They're all done." And they've announced, have they announced that uh, Jessica Jones is done? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I'm. <laughs> They're like, this, this. are they billing it as this is the final season of Jessica Jones? Or are they like, hey, just, just get ready. We're, we're going to say, as soon as you say you loved it, we're going to tell you it's over. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think. I, They're but, probably going to go and make a, a an app for that, you know? <laughs> They're gonna make it happen for the <laughs> Netflix Marvel uh cinematic universe or whatever yeah. <laughs> universe yeah, I love you, man. cancel it. <laughs> it's like five dollars because it's only gonna last a month. Yeah. So I, I'm very <laughs> I'm very glad you, you brought that up because that's a great segue into Swamp Thing and the DC Universe app. Um so I think Swamp Thing episode three just dropped today. Uh, we've watched Melanie and I have watched the first two episodes. Um, I'm enjoying it, but the I, I feel like the second episode there's definitely some like poor writing decisions that I really got hung up on. But whatever, it looks great, right? Mm-hmm. It does look good. And the main thing, though, the big story about this is one, it's being it's being very well received by people and two despite that they announced it was canceled after the first episode aired <laughs> listen it's suspect timing there just hold <laughs> like hold your tongue do you guys think does that does that make people more inclined to want to watch it or do you because in my mind that's like a cough putting a nail in the coffin like yeah, no, I would think you don't want to watch it because you're like, why should I get invested in the show that's going to be gone? Because then it'll, exactly. it'll be, you know, like Deadwood or, or what was that one with the circus freaks? Oh, um, I was going to say Firefly. But... Oh, yeah, Firefly. That's a good, that's a good example. But at least <laughs> mm-hmm. they got a movie, you know? Yeah. Ooh, Deadwood got a movie too. Oh, you're right. Um, You didn't sound like you were happy with the conclusion with Dead, of Deadwood, though. Uh, no, I wasn't. No, you're thinking Carnival. Carnival, yeah. Yeah, where it kind of builds up to a climax and then... And then like delivery thing. Hanger. Yeah. Uh, so, honestly, I kind of knew this thing was in trouble when they announced in April sometime, I think it was, that they were cutting the... like. Basically, they're like, the season's done. I mean, we have three more episodes to film, but no, we're done. I kind of knew. Come on. So, I... I I have a feeling this was canceled before it even aired. They just waited till the first episode aired before they actually announced it. 
Um, yeah, didn't they stop filming like partway through the season or something? Yeah, they only they only filmed ten episodes out of a planned thirteen before they wrapped production. They're like, all right, no more, we're done. Um, yeah. Now, Warner Brothers has been cagey. Uh, they haven't really given any definitive why this has been canceled, and oddly enough, like more so than something like, I guess maybe with the Marvel Netflix stuff, people knew Disney, Disney's launching their streaming service and whatever, but there's been all kinds of weird, I guess rumors, but all kinds of weird news stories around the swamp thing cancellation. Um, including, uh, this big story about tax, about, uh, what are the tax rebates for filming in the state that they filmed it in and uh, them not getting millions of dollars back on what they expected. And I don't know. I don't know this whole thing. So, but essentially uh, there's also kind of the, the element of AT and was AT&T and Warner brothers merged. Really? Yeah. And so there's, there's new people, there's new people um, overseeing things. Hey, covert nerd. Hey, how's it going? If you're if you're feeling like it, uh, feel free to join us. Yeah, and even if you even if he's not, uh, hey, go check out the Covert Nerd Show. It's a podcast you should have in your podcast stuffs machine. All right. Um. So yeah. Uh. They're sweet, sweet. Jesse's posts are getting through at least. <laughs> I post a, I post about it a lot of places and I don't know which ones get through. It's it's very hard to tell. Um so there's okay, so there's a couple other things. Um something I was reading where it was that. I believe this was is this on the Hollywood Reporter, which is not a website I frequent often, but they did have an interesting inf- piece of information that I didn't catch in other stories. Mm-hmm. And so, where is that at? Well, okay, first off, Warner Brothers is going to be um, launching their own streaming platform, which I didn't know. Warner Media streaming platform. So So they're competing with themselves. Well, yeah, exactly. So that, I mean, the bigger picture, I think, is that the DC Universe app in general is in trouble. Right. Um, Which is upsetting for Swamp Thing. But honestly, I'm more upset because that really kind of puts Doom Patrol... In question, like there's yeah. no confirmed season two of Doom Control, a Doom Patrol, and that show, that show is so good. You love Brendan Fraser, <laughs> no, but I can enjoy something he's in if it's a quality thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> and I think that character is perfect for Brendan Fraser, so I do enjoy him in that character because he doesn't seem like the brightest. He is not stupid. He's very intelligent. I'm not saying he's stupid. <laughs> he is a theater actor. Oh, oh, oh. oh. I'm not saying he's stupid, okay? He's but I'm one of them. He's very good at those okay. at those roles. <laughs> it, it seems fitting. Okay. I'm just okay. Okay. So, uh, anyway, the piece of oh, here we go. Piece of information I was trying to find is that um, so hmm. DC Universe app was launched um, under three executives who had a big big role in in the DC Universe app, uh, like you know its creation, 
And apparently all three of those executives are gone now. So none of them are with the company anymore. Hey, Covert Nerd. Hey, Covert Nerd. Hey, Lee. Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Yes. Hey. Hey, guys. Hey, I was on my lunch break, so I thought I'd just call in and try out this new live stream you guys are doing. Man, it actually works. You're on your lunch break for real? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yes. I love it. I love it when a plan comes together. (laughs) Hey, Hannibal. Thanks. (laughs) <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i just heard you guys just caught the tail end there about talking about the warner brothers dc streaming thing yeah what do you think of and it? then well and then they had their announcement that they weren't going to do a major panel at hall h at san diego comic-con yeah, right right and so and then this announcement of the dc streaming kind of going downhill it uh, seems like something's not right <laughs> no dc it's... warner brothers i don't know if it's money or what uh, to be fair, I suspected this. I suspected the app wouldn't be around that long anyway, just because it's such a niche. Like, I understand that they're, you know, superhero shows in general, like live action shows, aren't necessarily that niche. But when they have their app, is primarily based on they have three live action series uh, and a whole bunch of comics you can read. It's kind of niche. So I just. Yeah. I it had to be a lot of money, even if they were just producing the three shows. Um, and since Warner Brothers will be releasing its own streaming service, yeah, I, I don't it, know. They should have had. It sounds like they didn't really plan well because they should have already had some sort of agree, some sort of agreement, in my opinion, with Warner Brothers to put, hey, we'll put your Warner Brothers content on the DC app, or or vice versa. I, I don't know. Some sounds like poor planning. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say they or, should have just absorbed each other or something. Well, I mean, I think Warner Brothers... Oh, well, Warner Brothers and AT&T, I don't know what the deal with that merger is, but, I mean, Warner Brothers owns it all. And yeah. But when... I have a feeling when you're a company that's comprised of that many companies, when you're one of these massive... Conglomerates? Yeah, exactly. Like, there's a lot of cogs turning that don't necessarily know what other cogs are doing. Yes. That's so, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> those I, cogs I are went, the worst. <laughs> yeah. Cogs, I don't like that cog. That, those but cogs, I, they're all over the place. They don't know kind what of a doing. funny or, or, or interesting story. I went to San Diego Comic-Con years ago, and they, this was before, I think, Man of, they had just talked about Man of Steel coming out. And one of the participants at Hall H said, hey, you know, when are you going to do a Batman versus Superman movie and everybody cheered and they're like we're not gonna do that they, you know there's no plans that we all know who would win anyway it'd be superman and then i went the next year and then they announced batman versus superman see <laughs> <laughs> so again that's a either they couldn't tell that they were going to do it or they're just not listening and they're like oh maybe we should do a batman versus superman mm-hmm. probably so, a little bit of that uh, well, dc oh sorry they, go ahead as you say if they're listening now just absorb that so we can still have Dungeon or no, Doom Patrol, I mean. Doom Patrol, more Doom Patrol. DC in particular, well, Warner Brothers and just the way they've handled a lot of these DC properties. I mean, I don't think they have, there's not a lot of foresight going on. Uh, you know, and I hate to do the comparison, but with the MCU, they had a big plan. Even if things are obviously kind of, you know, changed at last minute or you can tell they're they're winging it in some respects um for example i heard not long ago part of the reason uh captain marvel's like 
character didn't have much to do in Endgame is because they hadn't even written Captain Marvel when they were filming Endgame. So, you know, they're winging it a little bit, but it, they still have like a clearly planned out at least idea, roadmap, general yes. structure. DC doesn't seem to have anything going on and they don't seem to care about just throwing everything out last minute or just retooling everything at the drop of a hat. And it just doesn't seem to play. Well. It doesn't play well for me. I think they're full of procrastinators like me. And then they're like, Oh no, it's the night before we got to get something out now. Let's just, <laughs> you know, throw out a bunch of crap and, and hopefully it smells nice. Yeah. They don't <laughs> see That's kind of what they do. They just throw it against the wall and we'll, Hey, if it sticks, we'll keep going. If it doesn't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe, maybe we're not, or maybe we're just not seeing the planning. Maybe it is going on, but no, <laughs> yeah, I, I think there is a plan i kind of want to give them the benefit of the doubt and then it gets thrown out and then there's a new plan like yeah i don't think there's anything there's nothing concrete i mean like look at i think they might be on the ropes a little bit don't you think financially i mean if you with disney acquiring fox and you know you got all this consolidating going on it makes you kind of wonder if are they going to be around in four years five years now, of course, I could be wrong, but I'm assuming Warner Brothers, you know, they've got so many, like a lot of these companies, fingers and so many things. They're probably fine on money. It's just sure. a matter of how much they invest in these movies and, and how much they're making back. Because it yeah. could be an issue of like, I think overall Warner Brothers is probably fine, but they could decide, hey, this DC Universe little branch isn't doing well. Or, you know, these movies aren't doing well. Let's just can that aspect for now. Yeah, or that that's another billion dollars that isn't going in my pocket, so. Yeah. Well, what about, do you think, your opinion on DC Comics, then? I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen the sales, you know, how they're doing sales-wise. Yeah, I, wor- I worry. I mean, I think it'll be fine be, just because I suspect the DC side of things is such a smaller, such a, so much less of an investment for them. Uh, in operating costs are probably much lower than something like the movie side or the live action, the TV side. Like my hope is that regardless how well it's doing, it doesn't cost them enough to justify axing it. If it's not doing that well, I I could be wrong. I don't think it matters how bad the movies are. There's still always going to be just comics fans. You know, just they could be all super crap movies and people are still going to love Batman. And they're going to want to read it, you know? Sure. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think Jasper and I talked about this on, uh, we released a GCU bonus episode not long ago. And yeah, we talked all about kind of that aspect of just like the DC universe app for one, who's it for? Um, whether the DC comics were in, were in trouble and people have had the conversation about uh, Marvel comics, with Disney and all that. But I think so long as the, especially so long as the movies are profitable, um, I don't think they're really going to mess with the comic side because ultimately, even if they're not using newer storylines in 20, 30 years, they're going to need to harvest the comics that are being written now. So yes, you're exactly right. Yes. Yes. I think maybe what they could do is maybe not get rid of the DC app, just make it a digital comic app. I think they would still have, there's a marketplace for that. I would assume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that's, 
the price point for the app itself, that's one thing I was impressed by is it's, I don't know, it's six, six, seven, uh, six ninety nine, I think $7 yeah. a month. Yeah. The price point's not bad. Even if it were just the comics, that's yeah, not too bad of a price point. That seems competitive with uh, the Marvel's um, app service or their uh, comics, digital comic service. I was yeah, going to, I was going to say that's kind of a, I wondered if that was what they were trying to do with it initially is just to have their own version of the Marvel app, uh, but then one up it a little bit by having the shows, mm-hmm. which I think is a good idea. It's just, I guess it depends on how much they're pouring into the shows. And obviously somebody in the chain of command thinks it's too much. They're pouring into the shows. Couldn't they move some of those shows over to their cable side or just move it to Warner Brothers, I suppose. But you're right. They might just ax them and pretend like they, they didn't exist. Yeah, um, I, I have a feeling. I mean, if Doom Patrol doesn't come back and Swamp Thing sounds like it's straight up canceled. But let's say Doom Patrol, because that's the one I'm <laughs> that's the one I really want. I mean, Swamp <laughs> Thing, like I love Swamp Thing, but, you know, it kind of still remains to see be seen like how I feel about this series. But if that could come back after Warner Brothers launches their streaming service, the Warner Media, whatever they're going to call it, um, I don't know. I That wouldn't be so bad. I don't need another streaming service, but that wouldn't be so bad. Yeah, because they own they, Harry Potter, you know, that that series. And, and so that's a, a cash cow for them, I think. And I don't know how their agreement is with some of the like the monster movies, you know, Kong and some of those other ones that they I know they help make those, but I'm not clear on exactly who owns what yeah yeah well i think with most most big ips anymore how can you be so many different companies have a piece of everything yes i mean and a lot of those companies are probably all owned by the same company anyway but yeah yeah it's (laughs) such a mess of ownership uh yeah yeah and then when you get into tv Oh, sorry. Go ahead. TV, because Warner Brothers has the, they still have the WB, don't they? I've cut the courts so long ago. I don't remember who who owns what now. Uh, yeah, no, I believe so. But then also, like some of those shows I was reading not long ago, it's kind of interesting. Um, like the CW, because uh, it wasn't, they're not like doing the like renewals with Netflix, the big like all the CW shows. They're kind of piecemealing it out now, and uh-huh. I think part of that is because um, some of those shows are produced by like television or, you know, television production companies that aren't, you know, they have a licensed type deal. So those shows are partially owned by other companies as well as WB or whoever. Um, While other shows are produced in house. So they have complete, you know, ownership of it. So that kind of throws just a whole nother wrench into, into things. And that's kind of where, why it seems like some of the streaming stuff gets real dicey just because they've got to navigate all that, all the legal, the ownership aspects and licensing. I'm kind of amazed any of it ever works. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like you said, everybody's getting their streaming services. So I want to ask Jesse, when, when's Rammy going to get his streaming service? (laughs) The Ram man uh, streaming service. (laughs) I don't, you know, know, boy, how would that even work? (laughs) (laughs) unlimited ram man today i'm ramming this door and tomorrow i'm gonna ram a new door that is not this door (laughs) you can ram a phone 
Ram, ram them phones. Uh, most phones don't work in my hands anyhow, because large hands. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> how you should uh, clarify for people who are listening in that don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, okay. I basically I, I make like explain. I make like a Ram Man puppet videos, basically. You know, being being the Grolix podcast puppet enthusiast, uh, <laughs> I can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah his videos are good you can find them on youtube <laughs> yeah yep just look for rambles with rammy oh yeah yes yes they're hilarious i gotta go guys but hey i just wanted i saw that and i wanted to see how this thing works it's fun yeah it was nice to have you on yeah 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 hey. good to talk to you lee i'll be yeah, doing cool. this i'll be doing this monday through friday so anytime you want to join in on your lunch break feel free Cool. Hey, we need to plug Jesse's going to be at first Friday, I think, in two weeks. Oh, yeah, I'll be at, uh, what is it, uh, Trade Traded Tape. Uh, it's the Lincoln First Friday art event. And, uh, yeah, we'll be doing that from five to eight over there at Traded Tape. Yeah. Thanks, Lee. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, guys. We'll see you later. Take it easy, man. All see right. ya. All right. Uh, do you guys want to talk about Dr. Sleep? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. I, I don't I don't know a lot about it or you're like, I didn't even know it was a book. Uh, really? OK. So, yeah, I don't know what I'll have to say about it, but I I am excited about it. So, OK, listeners, if there's any Stephen King purists in here, first off, uh, you know, join in and tell us what we don't know, because <laughs> we don't know. Gets. I've never read the I've never <laughs> read either of the books, The Shining or Doctor. So Doctor Sleep is Stephen King's sequel to The Shining. Oh, yeah. Um, so now I haven't read Stephen King. I haven't read the book of the shining or Dr. Sleep, obviously. And uh, so if there's like hardcore Stephen King fans out there listening, they're probably tuning us, tuning us out right now. However, listen, I know movies, right? So, so uh, the Dr. Sleep movie trailer dropped yesterday and I am completely on board for two simple reasons um now i don't know anything about the story of like i don't know how the story of dr sleep goes uh but the director mike flanagan is awesome so i'm pretty much on board with anything he does sight on scene at this point um and uh, he, now he's done like recently he did he directed the whole hey i i see a bunch of people listening in but also jasper um so what yep uh Try not to get distracted by this, by the people joining in. Hello, everybody. Uh, so, yeah, um, he recently directed the whole series of what is that? The Haunting of Hill House. I always get the title wrong. Yeah. Um, but also he did Oculus and what was the tr the, the, the troll, troll bridge yeah. one, Melanie? I can't ever remember uh, the title of that one. God, what is it's it one called? of his early. I think it was his first feature. It's freaking good, though. That's yeah. why we started watching him anyway. And it, Randy was making fun of it. Um, hold on. Let me look it up. <laughs> <laughs> And then um, let's see what else he did. But oh, the the Ouija prequel. So yeah, I mean he managed to make a totally legitimate creepy prequel to a god awful horror movie uh, that no one cared about, and he made it work. So I don't know the, the guys. The guy's talented. He, um, Mike anyway, Doctor Sleep is directed by him, and you could tell from a lot of his other work that he's a, a Stephen King fan. Anyway, uh, he did he did a movie based on the one Stephen King short story. 
oh, what's that one? It's on Netflix where the ladies trapped. Oh, Gerald's Game. Yes, yes, which I enjoyed mm-hmm. up until the end. I feel like the end of that movie took a nosedive, but that's probably more story issue than anything. Absentia, but, that was the name of that movie, sorry. Absentia, yeah, that's that's an early Mike Flanagan movie. Listeners, if you haven't checked that out, uh, you definitely should. It's, it's well worth watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, the notable thing is, this is clearly kind of a direct sequel to Stanley Kubrick's The Shining film. Mm-hmm. Which I found interesting that Stephen King, of course, you know, whatever. I'm sure he's making royalties. He's going to, like, promote this thing as it's ramping up to come out, you know. Mm-hmm. But Stephen King seems excited about this Dr. Sleep movie. And, and I found, he, like, he likes this guy. Yeah, yeah, I think he does, too, yeah. Because he loved Hill House, The Haunting of Hill House, and he loved Gerald's Game, too. He was talking mm-hmm. to great about it, so. Uh, and I found it interesting then because... Stephen King is famously not a fan of Kubrick's version of The Shining. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he he felt it deviated from the book too much, and he he always gets behind whatever random miniseries of it of The Shining that's being in, produced at the time. Mm-hmm. Wayne <laughs> Junior, Jasper, you are still asleep, and this is all a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I could think of something totally weird, random off the top of my head to just, just like really mess with him, but I got nothing. <laughs> Are you still behind the dumpster? Are you in the dumpster? Where is <laughs> oh, no. the dumpster? Let's not do that. This is live. <laughs> this is live, and I have not put the explicit tag. So let's not get into the dumpster. Topic. All right. You're going to have to go listen to the show then. Yeah. Go listen to the latest episode of uh, GCU and. Uh, Wait around for the after credits, so to speak. Uh, the after, yeah. So I had to leave all that stuff in. Um, <laughs> but yes, Doctor Sleep. So I mean, there's straight up. I'm assuming recreations of scenes from Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. That's right. I call it Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Um, and I I found that very interesting. And I know some people are going to be like, oh, fan service, and kind of like throw shade at it that way. That's fine. But for me, I mean, if you're going to fan, like, it's The Shining. I'm 100. What? That was like my number one, number two most favorite horror movie of all time. So do you think that these uh, these scenes that they're using for the trailer, do you think they're going to show up in the movie proper as like flashbacks kind of the way they did in the trailer? Or do you think they're just going to reference it? I'm curious how that works. Because you're uh, referencing a movie. I mean, I think we're going to get flashbacks. Yeah. Because it looks, I mean, it's those, I think Melanie dropped out of the call, by the way, which is fine. Um, Melanie, if you're still there, you want to join back in, feel free. Oh, yeah, here you go. How did I, okay, how Melanie's did I call back. out? Uh, so, no, yeah, I think, I think we'll actually get the flashbacks. I appreciate that they're really, I don't think it's, I think they're recreations. I think they're very well done. It looks spot on but I don't think they're going to be using the original footage or anything. Um, But no, yeah, I think we'll actually get flashbacks now. If it's just quick little flashbacks, like we see in the trailer. Okay. That's fine. Um, He's walking around the, what is it? The, to the, I mean, at the end, it kind of leads up to him walking up to the bathroom door. Yeah. Nicholson's character famously axed through. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That's Mike Flanagan is, that's I think why he's so good is because he's obviously just a huge fan of this of this stuff. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess, and he's like a talented director on top of that. He's not just a fanboy um, who's, you know, whatever kind of hacks out crap movies. So I don't know. I could see him taking extra care when doing something like a direct sequel to the shining. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot beyond that to say about it just because I don't know much about the story of Dr. Sleep and that's kind of okay. That's okay for me because I like to go into a movie knowing as little as possible. I just need to know that it looks like something I want to see. Yeah. Right. I, I was trying to say earlier, but I guess I had fallen out of the call mm-hmm. that um, sometimes it's, it's, not, it's a good idea to deviate from Stephen King because I love, I love lots of Stephen King books, but sometimes he goes a little off the rails and that's not what people want to see. So, well, and some things, I mean, listen, I've, I've watched, if not the whole thing, parts of what they made, they did the, uh, the shining miniseries years and years and years back with the wings guy. I can't remember his name offhand, uh-huh. um, but something Rob Lowe. No, no, uh, no, that, Steven, that was the stand. No, it's Steven something. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but some things just don't translate to live action that well. And very few Stephen King stories translate to TV miniseries very well. So um, I don't know. Like, it. Hi, Rika. Hey, if anybody's listening, you want to join in if you have anything to say. Especially, hey, if if you know anything about Doctor Sleep, we'd be we'd be happy to be schooled on it um, without yeah. spoilers, of course. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Some things just don't work well in live action. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. You don't need to know that. <laughs> don't don't be sorry. Uh, ne- John Bass has never seen The Shining. Oh, it's what? one of the greatest horror You've movies of all time. Shining? Oh my god, you have <laughs> to see it. I understand it's it's an older movie, as Jasper would say. Yeah. It's an older movie. I get it. Like it was it was made before I was born. Wait, before Iron Man, even <laughs> before <laughs> Iron Man, before all those. Marvel story movies. <laughs> Actually, when was The Shining made? I might have been born already. Nope, 1980. Yep. So, yeah, that's right, Jasper. We're throwing shade at you. <laughs> <laughs> Come defend yourself. <laughs> but you anyway, guys, oh sorry. what? Do you have a chat up or something? Because I don't, I don't have a chat up. You don't see a chat? Oh no. yeah, there's, there's a. I mean, I'm on. So I'm using cast. I'm using Livecast here on Castbox through the desktop. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm not sure how it looks. Oh, you're, oh, I, you're. I see your face and then a little phone, and that's it. Oh, interesting. Um, thanks for following me, Jackie. That's also a good point for anyone. I'm hearing other people anything. talking. What's going on? Um, is anybody else hearing that? Uh, that is. You're Jackie talking. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I hear it. Oh, just Huh? <laughs> okay, it stopped. That's very strange. I don't know what that was. Crossed lines. Okay, John says he doesn't think he's seen a Stephen King film. Ever? Ever. Is he 12? I'm sorry. That's rude. <laughs> he might be. Um, okay. Yeah, you're right. Uh, has he seen It? It was pretty popular. That's oh, so good. chat is not available if you call in. Oh. And John is 27. Oh. <laughs> well. See, see It? See The Stand? See uh, The Shining? See... What else is really good of his? Rika is 24. Oh, we had lost Jesse. Jesse's oh. back. I'm okay. back. 
Sorry, that was me. All that extra weird audio. I I was trying to see if I could access the uh, the live stream, oh, and okay. uh, apparently I must have clicked on someone else's live stream because it just started. <laughs> oh, oh, so uh, we were we were we were double live streaming with somebody else on Castbox. That's right. We'll come and steal your live stream. <laughs> uh, so. So we've got a bunch of 20-somethings in the chat room. Uh, and also, yeah, no, so the chat, if you call in, isn't available, I guess. Um, okay, okay. That's why all, I see nothing. This is new. This is a new service, so maybe they'll, that's something they can add, you know, think about adding down the road. Um, yeah. Hey, Sean's 38. They, that's more Woo! in line with a lot of us. Yeah, that's me. Uh, <laughs> I am still the oldest there is. <laughs> uh, so... I don't know. I mean, Stephen King, we could, if we, if we wanted, we could go further into Stephen. Let's do just a little bit of Stephen King. Stephen King is a good writer. He can't end for crap, but they, they make his movies slightly different. And sometimes those can be gold if, you know, they do it right. Sometimes. Like the training. I, I find, I was thinking about this last night while I was kind of plotting out this episode. And, uh, hey, Jesse, you want to hit your headphones again? Like, like, Take your volume down on those a little bit. Sure. Thanks. Sorry, I'm leaning like right into it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I find Stephen King mo- movies, movies based on Stephen King stories, because he's only ever directed one movie. Uh, people don't seem to understand that sometimes, but it takes like a solid director. Like if, when I think about Stephen King movies that I actually like, and they might not even be the most quality, but the ones that stick out to me are. Carrie, the original yeah. Carrie, Brian by uh, directed by Brian De Palma, or even Christine, uh, the John yeah. Carpenter movie is silly but enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, so stuff like that, it kind of takes it takes some altering of the story to make it work in live action sometimes, mm-hmm. and it takes a good director. Well, I mean, that's most movies it takes a good director to make a good movie. So yeah, for whatever reason, it seems like. A lot of Stephen King stories have been kind of they uh, in the past they've gotten farmed out to TV mo- miniseries and TV movies. Because um, really, because to do a book justice, sometimes you need more than a movie, but they the, they don't put enough money into. I mean, I guess it's a it is a miniseries, so it's got to take a bit. But well, and you TV, know, TV, made for TV stuff is not does not have the same production quality that a movie. No, has. for sure, for sure, definitely not. Um, uh, Universal Missions uh, says that they agree, and also creative. Uh, take a creative director. I'm assuming uh-huh. is he yeah. what he's talking about? Um, yes, totally. And Jasper is trolling us. I'm gonna he is ignore, wrong. I'm Jasper ignoring Jasper wrong. for right now. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. Well, and traditionally, TV movies are just not that good because yeah, they are they are lower budget. Um, mm-hmm. I love the stand though. That was really good, except well, the last the last episode. But that's all Stephen King's fault. But the beginning of it, that was great. If anybody remembers it, I don't know. It was a long time ago. Uh, well, that's all, and that's a lot of people's complaints with Stephen, like source material. Uh, yeah. Stephen King has trouble finishing stories mm-hmm. in a satisfying way. At least, mm-hmm. um, that's what I hear. I'm really glad though. I I don't think I think his son had has grown out of that problem and is surpassed his father and i'm really excited for some of his stuff that's going to be coming out yeah yeah um i forget what the movie is but there's a movie that's supposed to be coming out i can't remember what it is though 
but I, like I, the only thing I really have read is Lock and Key of his, but that was amazing. Um, I think they just had an uh, announcement about more Lock and Key for IDW. Um, oh, just, just recently, yeah. Joe Hill is who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. New Lock and Key. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. But no, I think there's a there, there's a movie or or something uh, or a TV show maybe coming out of something that he wrote. Yeah, there there'd be the and okay, Lock and Key is another one of those comic series where you'll hear, oh, it's been picked up for a series, and then, and then nothing happens, and then nothing happens. Oh, it's picked up for a movie, and then nothing happens. But mm-hmm. man, I mean, think about think about I don't know. We we were talking about House uh, House on Haunted Hill or haunting of hill house yes we're talking about i always get that mixed up uh we were talking about that earlier i mean lock and key would be great for a high quality series mm-hmm. yeah jasper, perfect. we are totally okay well jasper says he feels like stephen king is a lot like tom clancy when it comes to source material um i don't know enough about tom clancy stories and i i, mean, I, I'm sure... I don't think i've ever read tom clancy well i think what he's getting at there is that it doesn't adapt to film very well you know, like uh, the book tends to either, you know, hit with an audience or not. And then the movies just don't quite capture the same flavor. I could be totally wrong on, on what Jasper's getting at there. But I uh, that that's what I'm thinking is that, you know, like, I don't know. They're just not quite the same. Yeah, well, they can't really be. Jasper's- the movie's never as good as the book. But Jasper says what Jesse said. All right. Hey, I'm on the wavelength. Watch out. That Jasper Jesse show that's coming. (laughs) I, oh man, I don't, uh, I think that was, that's pre show. I just listened to that. Was it? Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, let's move on to, uh, movies opening today. Hey, Rika. Yeah. If you want to call in, go ahead. Okay. Hi. You friends. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hello, How's hello. Going? I just finished my podcast. Uh, oh yeah. I'm just frustrated with myself. <laughs> I don't know. Why is that? I was in, interacting in um in my podcast, and my friend left me, but it's that's fine. <laughs> Maybe I'll. That will be my last podcast for now. Uh, solo shows. Are, are hard are hard and i'm so glad so this is our first live stream and i'm super glad that jesse and melanie here both joined their my regular co-hosts on Grolix podcast however most of the time i suspect i will be trying to tackle the solo i'm very interested to see how that goes it's not easy to do <clears throat> so what's your what's your podcast about about teachers confessions i am a teacher oh jesse yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, uh, Sorry? like what kind of confessions? <laughs> I am a teacher and I would like to start a podcast that that students can confess or like former students can confess about teachers. Oh, well, I used to be a teacher for K to five and hated it. <laughs> Kinder <laughs> five. Well, I love teaching kids. I'm sorry, Randall, for interrupting your... It's okay. Well, you mentioned you, you were doing a podcast, and I was curious. Man, I mean, I love podcasts. That's, I mean, it's my job. That's what I do all the time. So I was curious as to what your podcast was. Did you yeah. have any thoughts on 
Stephen King movies or anything we were talking about earlier? No, I, but I know Stephen King's. I love some of his books. Mm-hmm. And not really a fan of... Um, he wrote It, right? It. Yep. Mm-hmm. It. And Carrie. I love Carrie. Me too. There's still, I still quote that all the time to my sister. <laughs> but not the new version. I don't no. like the, the latest version. Yeah, it's got to have dirty pillows and uh, <laughs> what's the other thing? There's another thing. But yeah, it was so good. I like the classic one. Yeah, no, for is sure. It, That's what, what year is that? Um, it's the one directed by Brian De Palma. What was that? It was 70s, late 70s, I yeah, think. Yeah, but I don't like. 76. I haven't watched the latest Carrie, but they said it was not really that good. Yeah, I avoided it myself. There was, did, did any of you see, there was a Carrie sequel made yeah, early 2000s, maybe? Good. Yeah, I saw it. No, it's not good. All I remember is that at one point, a dude gets his junk shot off by a harpoon gun. And I'm like, whoa, okay, that's a yeah. thing. I didn't have this, she had this stupid tattoo that would grow when she got angry. Oh, I don't remember that. That sounds very early two thousands, though. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was. And it, I think she was supposed to be like her half sister or something stupid like that. I don't know. Do do do. Sorry, that was my phone. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Of course it was. It made me think of a uh, ring my bell. Oh. <laughs> Every time. Okay. Well, hey, let's talk about movies opening this weekend. We got about ten minutes left. Um. Rika, you're welcome to stick around with us if you want. I don't, if you have anything to say about uh, any of the movies coming up, go ahead and jump in. So today opening is, uh, let's see, these, these are mo- mainly wide release movies. There's other movies coming out this weekend on uh, the uh, MIB International. Yep. Uh, that's that's opening this weekend. It's out today. Uh, that's starring Chris Hemsworth and Tessa, is it Thompson? So <laughs> my only note about this was it's Men in Black Ragnarok. <laughs> those are the, the two leads it doesn't seem to be doing super well like the review i mean i don't know maybe people are going to see it but early reviews so far are not or maybe favorable just expecting more yeah, yeah yeah but i mean it's smart to pair those two up because i thought they worked pretty well in ragnarok but mm-hmm. i'm a huge fan of that movie so everything in that movie worked well yeah um also opening is shaft starring samuel jackson uh shaft i haven't heard of that this will be the third or the second reboot or Mm -hmm. second remake of the movie shaft um and de-aged we get we get another de-aged samuel l jackson it seems to be a popular thing isn't isn't this one supposed to have him and then he finds out he has a son or something well i think yeah yeah and also, like, his dad shows up, and his dad is the guy that oh, played cool. Shaft originally, so that's okay. kind of fun. So yeah. maybe maybe they're going more sequel here. Even um, though it's supposed to be a reboot? Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know if it's supposed to, but I, they just called it Shaft. But that doesn't mean anything. They'll do prequels to movies and just call it the same thing, the thing. Yeah, the thing. <laughs> so this is, this is a reboot of the rebooted Shaft that no. he played in 2000, or this is a sequel to the 2000 Shaft? I don't know. I don't. I think this is ignoring the 2000 shaft. I could be completely wrong. 
Huh. Oh, John Bass says it's a sequel to the one he made in 2000. Okay. Okay. I was, I'd see, it seems, uh, it would seem suspect to be like, nope, that one didn't happen, even though Samuel L. Jackson was Shaft. Yeah. <laughs> the Dead Don't Die. This, okay, oh. so you can't listen to Rotten Tomato scores, but this is not doing as well as I had hoped. But this is the one that's starring Bill Murray, Adam Driver, Tom Waits, just the whole tons of people. Um, yeah, yeah. It's the zombie movie directed by Jim Jarmusch, which blew my mind. I didn't even know this until like what last week, maybe. Melanie sent yeah. me the trailer. Uh-huh. Um, I, I hadn't heard of it before then either. So, yeah, Jim Jarmusch, like a zombie, anything is just not what I expected from Jarmusch. He did uh if if any of you have seen Ghost Dog, Way of the Samurai, Broken Flowers, which had uh, Bill Murray in it. He he's done a lot of. He does Lower a lot of indie that, movies. That's what I was going to say. He does a lot of slow stuff. So, yeah, that's weird to do a zombie comedy. Okay. So, yeah, we got about two minutes left. Uh, let's wrap this up. Hey, by the way, it's Friday. Your lunch break's about up. But you know what? So is your week. So, you'll have the weekend coming, everybody. If you want to hear more of us, uh, you can hear the Grolix podcast. It's the three of us talking about comic books and TV stuff most of the time. Uh, that's here on Castbox. If you want to hear me and Jasper, who was trolling us in the comments earlier. <laughs> Thanks, Jasper. <laughs> Thanks, Jasper. We talk about movies on the Grolic Cinematic Universe, which is also here on CastBox. Um, you can also get both of those shows on, you know, Apple Podcasts, all the all the usual places. Or go to GrolicsPodcast.com. It's G-R-A-W-L-I-X Podcast.com. And, hey, coming up at the end of the month, uh, the 28th through the 30th, we're all going to be at O-Comic, or sorry, it's Ocon Expo 2019 in Council Bluffs. It's a big comic convention. If you're in the area, come check us out. Yep. Yes, please. Oh, and sorry, one more thing. Uh, Monday, new episode of Grolic's Podcast. We're joined by Matt D. That'll go up on the regular feed. I'll be streaming later, of course, but proper episode, Monday. Check it out. I know I'm going slightly over, but hold on. I have outro music. That I almost completely forgot about. Do it, because I, I like to dance to it. That's not a thing we normally get to do. It's taken a second to load. I'll have to keep that in mind in the future. <laughs> in the future? In the future. It's taking a long second to load, so maybe we won't have outro music. That's okay. We'll still play it for Jesse later so we can dance. Yeah. yeah. I'll still play it for Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I have the best life. <laughs> All right. No, it's taking too long to load. I ain't going to wait for it. So everybody that tuned in, thank you. I will be back every time ever. (laughs) Every time. At least I took an hour before I really got tongue tied. I will be back every weekday right at this time from noon till one central time. uh, You know, adjust for your own time. So I appreciate everyone who called in and uh, Jesse and Melanie. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having us. Exiting.
Hello, sir. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Okay. Uh, I'm fine. Totally fine. What about you, sir? Sorry to oh. interrupt somehow. That's all right. Uh, have you have you been listening in? And I've been I've been doing that for about fifteen minutes. Okay, cool. Okay. Yes, and uh, where are we from? Uh, we are in the U.S. We're in the, the right U.S. Middle. Uh, I love. I'm in love with U.S. I'm from Iran. Oh, oh yeah. how's it going? Yes, yeah, it's a long way. At the Middle East, you know, at the center mm-hmm. of the Middle East, of course. But we are not Arabic. We are Persian. Make a point, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> what you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, first of all, you know, we are just trying to. Uh, of course, about myself, I'm at a university. First of all, at the Lorisan province, and you know, just trying to looking for to having a immigration or stuff like that to the America and the West countries, especially America, the U.S. But you know, uh, that's only because when I, I was a kid, I started off to talk in English, and mm. that is why I'm really fluent and my major. And I'm really looking forward to having a trip somehow to uh, America, especially to like Chicago or Michigan.